The following is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. Parking the Bus podcast can be followed on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify, or if you have an Amazon Echo by simply saying, Alexa, play the Parking the Bus podcast. Don't forget to check out the show's homepage at www.parkingthebusmedia.com. You're listening to the Parking the Bus podcast's continuing coverage of Euro 2020 here on the PTB Media Network. What's up, PTB Nation? Welcome to another episode of Parking the Bus. I've almost lost count. I think this is episode 56. But we are at the round of 16 in Euro 2020. And with me tonight, none other than the legend, the man, the myth, the OG. It's Leo from at DGens United. Leo from BTV, better than dot Vegas. What's up, Leo? What it do, Capitano? How we feeling, baby? We had a hell of a round of 16. It was a stupendous Saturday afternoon, especially for one specific degenerate. But uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. How you feeling, buddy? I'm 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 doing good, man. I'm doing good. There was some there was some uh, some good footy on display today. Um, did it sufficiently tickle your twine? I would say that it did. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Uh, we had <laughs> we had Denmark doing their thing. Um, as I pr- I predicted that one pretty correctly last night. Um, taking care of business there. We also had Italy getting pushed to the limit by an Austria team I said was going to get smacked, making me look not quite so good. You know, we had we had JMP on yesterday, and I'm going to put I'm going to put his predictions up right now, his plays, because it'll be rolling along the bottom of your screen right now. He had Wales versus Denmark over two. He hit it on that. Italy hey. under three point five. He hit it on that. That was hey. his two. That was his two picks yesterday. He had other ones, but those were the two that he was favoriting. He had some other leans, but um, overall, what do you think? Man, I always trust in JMP. JMP usually go over things every night. I mean, JMP is a consistent, uh, consistent guy here. But uh, yeah, I was, I was thrilled. I actually got a little fancy today, guys. I went with an anytime goal scorer. Did you happen to see who it was? Who did you go with as an anytime goal scorer? I knocked it down. I took him as the first goal scorer of the match, and I took him at any goal scorer. My man, Casper Dahlberg. My stud. That was, that was one heck of a play. Uh, for those of you watching, we are having a little bit of internet difficulties. I am aware, and I'm trying to uh, to fix that. Um <laughs> I can see that there's a very low signal right now. It's unstable, and I've plugged in to I've plugged into the router directly through a LAN, but still having issues. I'm not a technical whiz, but we are going to try to he get through not. this one way or another. Ladies and gentlemen, he is not. I can confirm it. Damn shame I'm not there to fix all his fix all of his problems. Also, that is one sexy ass flag back there, buddy. 
You like that? I, I debuted that last night on the episode. That's the flag of PTV Nation right there, the PTV Media Network black and yellow flag. Gorgeous. Sexy. All right. Where do you want to start today? You want to start with the first game, Denmark versus... Absolutely. I All loved right. everything about this matchup. How do you want to do this? Tell me what the protocol is here on the PTB Media Network. All right. You are the guest. If you have the lineups there with you, uh, go go right at it. Um, I most like I said, will. I'm running late tonight, as you can tell, and my internet is not cooperating. So if you've got it there, be my guest. I got it. I got it. No worries. Let's go ahead. Let's start off with Wales here. In goal, you had Ward. Backline, you're going with Roberts, Rodone. Metham and Ben Davies just in front of them. You got Morel and Joe Allen up top. You're gonna have Danny James, Aaron Ramsey, the one, the only, the man bun himself, Gary Bale. And up top, you have a man that nobody has ever heard of, and with the stupidest first name I've ever heard of, in Kiefer Moore. Now you don't like uh, Kiefer Moore? Uh, it's not that I have anything personal with the guy, but like when you say the first name Kiefer. Like, tell me you're not fighting to say another vulgar term. <laughs> tell me you're not. Can I say it? Is this a PG show? Listen, I, I, <laughs> no, I you mean, can say what you need to say because, um, I mean, like in all seriousness, it's guys, as easy as clicking an explicit label. I, I do not know how in the world these announcers kept a straight face and didn't call him Queefer more one time. Unfreaking believable. I mean, like, Kiefer, Queefer, I mean, you could totally get rid of that. Capitan, you're still there. Are you frozen? I Am I frozen? I can hear no, you you're perfectly good. fine. You're good. I'm you're playing good. With, with the internet right now, trying to improve it. But um, I was just talking about Queefer. I heard ah. you there. I was, <laughs> I'm was. i trying to get off of this Wi-Fi and onto the Ethernet, and I don't know why my computer, it's telling me it's plugged in, but then it's. Kids, um, all right. Well, while you're trying to figure out those technical difficulties, I'm going to run through the Danish yeah, you lineup. you run through it. Take it away. You got Casper, the friendly ghost, Schmeichel in goal. Uh, then you got the back three of Andreas Christensen, um, my co-host on Pitches and Pines. He loves Andreas Christensen because he's one of the mosquitoes that roots for Chelsea. Uh, then you got Kerr. Then you have Vestigards. And then right in front of them, you got a win back in Male, who actually scored a glorious third goal that we'll talk about in a minute. But then you got the man from Borussia Dortmund, Thomas Delaney, the Tottenham Hotspur in Hoiberg. Uh, then you got a dude that nobody has ever heard of and probably will never hear of again, uh, Strieger, Larkson. And then up top, you got the three men in Cam Braithwaite, uh, who I still can't figure out how he plays for Barcelona. <laughs> then you got Domscart, who's actually been very good this tournament. And the one, the only, the man I have been calling for this whole damn tournament, baby, my guy, Casper Dolberg. Woo. That is a very good rundown. <laughs> my guy, I am so – I went ballistic. This is my dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell me more. No, no. Go for it. I'm still working on the technical difficulties. Keep going. I mean, this game for the first 25 minutes was literally as boring as it got. Um, kind of what we expected. I, I'm assuming that you were expecting a real defensive battle as well. No real action. Gary Bell had a shot that got deflected in about the 10th minute, I believe. It went wide of the post. And then all of a sudden, it was just a moment of pure glory. Casper Dolberg takes it on his right foot, takes one touch, doesn't bend backward, bends it around the goalie. I mean, it was it was like Jermaine Jones's goal from a few years ago when America scored against Port, uh, Portugal. 
Unfortunately, I'm sure you remember that. That's real I remember one. well. Yeah, yeah, that's a real tough one. We'll talk about Portugal because I got a lot of thoughts on you guys tomorrow. But uh, it was a phenomenal goal. Goes into halftime 1-0. Um, and then the second goal comes in the 49th minute. A little controversial if you want to listen to the worst announcer in the history of ESPN. Let me Taylor guess. Twelman. Let me guess. Taylor Twelman. Fucking worst, dude. He sucks. UBTV guys hate that man so much. I despise him. He sucks, dude. Did you listen to him today? No, I didn't. I was at a party, so there was no no volume. Which so is probably Christ. a good thing. What was your uh, What was your thought on the second goal? Should it have been allowed? Or is it a Is it a highway robbery? As he called it. No, it's it's a goal. Jesus Christ, this guy's freaking out. He's like, oh, Denmark was gifted a second goal. I'm sorry, bro. Like, how much dough you got on Wales? Like, cut the shit with me, all right? All right? I know the way degenerates talk when there's, like, a iffy call. And, like, yeah, sure. You want to call it, like, eh, it was kind of sort of iffy. But, like, dude, shut up. It didn't cost the guys a goal. If you don't want it to go in the net, here's a good idea. Don't put it on a platter for the most underrated striker in probably all of Europe. With Casper Dahlberg. Don't put it on a freaking platform, numbnuts. How about that? Why don't you talk about that there, Twelman, you jerk? I hate him. He sucks. That was entertaining. Um, <laughs> He's very entertaining. I know you guys, I, I seem like I'm not here because I'm dealing with this technical crap right now. But, um, yes, I, I thought Denmark was going to smash Wales, and they did. Uh, I didn't see where Wales were going to get anything accomplished in this match. Um, JMP thought they were going to score. I didn't think so. I didn't. I, I think it was way too simplistic, and I knew Wales' backline was going to get exposed today and made to look bad, and they did. Um, just I, Denmark. Denmark. We'd have a different opinion of them, I think, if they had been forced to play that game against Finland on that day. And lost those three points because they could play Finland ten more times, and they would have they would beat Finland ten more times. So, um, I think you know the fact that they got three points got in people's head a little bit too much. I think they got a little bit carried away in thinking that Wales was going to be in this. I, I and yeah, Wales had a great run five years ago. That was five years ago. Five years ago, and even if you look at the the schedule that they played five years ago, they played Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Big fucking deal. I mean, they didn't play anybody. And the one time they did play anybody, they were dominated by Portugal in the semifinal. Dominated. That they were. <laughs> that they were. Yes. And, and, I mean, today they were dominated. They, I mean, they, they went like- down to 10 guys again. That's like the second time, isn't it? This They yeah. played with 10 against Italy as well. Three they red cards so far in the, the tournament, and two have been to Wales. Yeah, but uh, one thing I was talking about on our show this morning, pitches and pints on at BTV Bets, which you guys should go follow immediately. Um, one thing that we were talking about, my co-host was saying, I, I could see a little bit of value on Wales, and when I asked him why, he goes, Ah, well, you know, uh, they get, you know, they're all right. They got a chance. They got a superstar, and like, you know, anything can happen, ladies and gentlemen. When your best argument for why a team has a chance is anything can happen, they're not gonna win. Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's why we're watching, yeah, once in a blue, blue moon. It may actually happen, but if the best argument that you have is anything can happen, brace yourself for what's likely to be a bloodbath. One more thing that I've taken from this Denmark team, and I want you to answer this for me. How the hell does Cam Braithwaite play for Barcelona? You said that already. <laughs> How I does don't that have happen? A, how does half of those guys play for Barcelona right now? 
I mean, like, I I just I watched this guy play, and like he was playing at Leganes uh, before that in Middlesbrough and Bordeaux. Like he wasn't he wasn't like some standout. Again, he's thirty years old, so he's old. Like in all seriousness, like this dude has to be banging like one of the higher up daughters, right? Like that's the only way that this guy is playing for Barcelona is if like a daughter of a higher up is like actually putting in a real good word for him. That's the only way. The only freaking way. Well, yeah. So, I mean, again, he's still better than anything on Wales that's not named Aaron Ramsey or Gareth Bale. You sure? I mean, like, we're at that point. Like, I agree with you. Wales sucks, but, like, are we sure? Because Cam Braithwaite is not the answer, ladies and gentlemen. He is not. He's not even an answer in FIFA. Like, if I can't make that dude good in FIFA, like, bro, you blow. You suck. (laughs) Uh, So, Denmark come away okay i thought they would they're they're where they needed to be they finished second in the group they faced wales i mean that is like winning the lottery getting wales in the round of 16 compared to what some of these other matchups are in this tournament in this competition it's absolutely some of these matchups are just super blown up right um we got a big one tomorrow obviously it's two teams that could realistically have won this tournament or realistically have been in the final. Obviously, they got to meet in the round of 16. And then you have a matchup like this. And even the second matchup today, you have an Austria that, okay, they, they, they put in they put in their effort. They gave you everything they had, but should have been put away a lot earlier. I, I'm sorry. Do you think Italy was the was the better team today? Listen, in that first half, they should, they missed everything except the first the final oh, touch. Oh no, 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 no. No, no. It should have been 3-0 no. at halftime. When? What three chances? The whole first half. Give they me, were missing the final example. delivery. That's what the problem was. No. Oh, yeah. No. They no, just no, kept no, coming no. forward, kept coming forward, kept Come. coming forward. Austria kept retreating, kept retreating. Second half's a different story. But in the first half, that should have been put away early. Austria was the better team for 90 minutes today. I mean, there's no two ways about it. They they outplayed Italy. I thought that. How many chances did Austria have to score in the 90 minutes? They had a ton in the second half. And how many did they put in? None. So how are they the better team? Actually, they put one, and stupid VAR comes in. But that's, you know that's been the case all tournament. We can talk about that. The I've kneecap now. The now the kneecap, the knee was bent at too too extreme of an angle, and that put him offside. So, like, coming from a guy that – so when I watched it live, did you think it was a goal? Did you even think that there was offside? I thought there? it was a goal, yes. I thought it was a goal. So I thought it was a goal as well, and I'm sitting there, and I have Austria to advance at plus 380 – I have Mark Arnjatovic to score a goal at plus 400. Like, that goal went in, and I went freaking ballistic. Offside did not even occur to me. Again, I FaceTimed my co-host so I could rub his stupid face in it. Um, when I say stupid face, I love you, Biho, if you're watching. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm watching it. I'm like, dude, how about that? Who's the fucking king? I'm running my mouth. All of a sudden, I go, oh, my God, he's offside. Are you freaking kidding me? The The, like – it just got completely deflated. But honestly, I felt Austria was so much better. And it just kind of cemented for me that no matter who Italy get in the next round, this team's going to get their ass handed to them. They're not that good. Well, I, I also said that they would have a hard time getting past the quarterfinals um, because I 
I I saw them playing Belgium when, when the group pairings before we knew who a teams were gonna make it. After match day one, I saw them running into Belgium, and that was going to be a tough one for them. Um, but, again, they can always condense into a more defensive game plan, and they can they can give away some of the ball and be fine. So I, they may change their plan when they play a Belgium or a, even a Portugal. If they play Portugal, it can beat Portugal the way that they're playing right now. No, um, absolutely not. I mean, dude, I, I actually disagree with you on this one. Okay. Especially if Chiellini's not there. I mean, you look at the Italian Chiellini side plays today. with the walker. Dude, I'm sorry. Chiellini's a monster. Chiellini, Bonucci, those two guys are in there. It's a different yeah. story. But if it's Asarbi, I mean, like, did you see the back pass today? Yeah. His sphincter could not have been tighter if he tried. Okay? His sphincter could have cut diamonds out of, go- out of coal. I mean, seriously, that entire Italian team was insanely nervous for that last 30 minutes and just they got so lucky. They got so freaking lucky. Well, when you introduce Federico Chiesa, that changes things. He should have played from the beginning. He should have been playing from the beginning this entire time. Eh, he scored a nice goal and like, yeah, it was all right. I mean, he I was the best player head. in the last game as well against Switzerland. Yeah, he was, he's an okay player, but like when you talk about Italy, you think of like the greats, dude, and you think of these great Italian teams and after the group stage, a lot of people were building him up like, oh, this is a great Italian team and blah, blah, blah. This is not a great Italian team. No. And if Chiesa is the reason why you're winning games, you're not that good. So like, I, I like Chiesa, you're solid, but no. Um, Bodie and I were talking about this earlier this week, okay? Fade my play. We were uh, talking about the teams that look great in the group stage fizzle out. It almost always happens. Yeah. Okay. They also looked great due to the the group that they were placed in. Yeah. So I, mean, I was expecting was I was expecting difficulty. I wasn't expecting it today against Austria. I was expecting them to run into this in the next round. So yes, in the next round, it, it, they're gonna have a. They are going back home to Rome for the next round. I, but yeah, I see they're gonna have issues because again, you can have all the ball you want, like Spain has done in the past. And you know how I feel about this. We've we've laughed about this before. No, and no, um, I love the possession numbers. Yeah. Huh? Possession. Come on. <laughs> yeah, if, if you break it down into <laughs> where where on the pitch they're getting possession and what they're doing with it, but I think that they they Italy's gonna have a real hard time in the next round. Maybe maybe they make a couple adjustments and they come out. And they play a little bit smarter, but Chiellini at his age, you pull, you get an injury. It's it's a long recovery, no matter how minor the injury is. And he looks like he's seventy. He really does. Like he's a couple wrinkles away from being like an old man with literally a walker, dude. Like, and I, I know I said that about the walker, but he's actually a player I really really respect. Having watched him live in a stadium, when you can watch just how good his vision is and how he does not waste a single movement on the pitch. He knows he's not fast. Every movement is well calculated, well timed. Yeah. And I mean, I actually have a lot of respect for Giorgio Chiellini. I mean, in that first match when you see him almost tearing up singing the national anthem, that's the kind of fight and the kind of pride I want in my team. I want to see them go out ready to fight rather than, you know, looking over there and being like, "Okay, is this over yet? When can we play?" You'll you see know, it tomorrow. I, you won't. I don't know if we'll see it tomorrow. What do you mean? I don't know. 
we we are we are we finished with the Italy match? You want to progress on to, to tomorrow so I can yell at you and tell you why your team's going to dominate? Ah, okay. So yesterday I went over how they how I would set up this game and how they would dominate. Tell okay? me. Well, maybe not dominate, but how they would compete. Okay, and it is attacking the left side of Belgium's defense. I would have Ronaldo making his runs not left but right and picking on my boy Vertonghen. If he is in there, he is the guy you pick on. Okay, every team in Liga Nosh was able to exploit him this season, and that's not a top league. Okay, and one of two things will happen: the left wing back will either stay way back and help him and open up all that space in front of him for a Bernardo Silva, or they're gonna play. They're gonna try to do what Germany did: play way up the pitch. Except they don't have that kind of of wing backs. Their quality is more in the attacking third. I'm worried about Yanni Carrasco, and I'm worried about Kevin De Bruyne, and I'm worried about, obviously, Romelu Lukaku. But I'm not worried about their wingbacks the way I would worry about a Robin Dawson's or even, you know. You know what? I actually completely disagree with you on the Ronaldo okay. thing. Because anywhere you put Ronaldo, no matter what center back he's going against, he's going to be favored, and he's going to be expected to do it, right? Yeah, but he doesn't beat people on the dribble anymore. He'll beat Vertonghen on the dribble, and he'll outrun Vertonghen a lot easier. That's why I would make my runs from the center to that side. Fair point. However, I still believe that Ronaldo can get past anybody. He can do whatever he wants. He's got tricks up his sleeve. He can make the run. He can make any center back look foolish. But to your he's point... Been, he's been pickpocketed almost every time he's dri tried to dribble a, a defender in this tournament. It's Ronaldo. He'll figure it doesn't, it out, but that's not his game anymore. He needs to be in the box. He'll he'll figure it out. My point here is, what I would do is I would take Diogo Yota and I'll tell him you run against for target because, like you just said, Ronaldo okay, I, has lost a little bit of pace here. Diogo Yota is not that dude can fly. I did say that. I said at about the fifteen minute mark, I would swap Bernardo and Jota after that. They after the defense had gotten used to the first look. And you introduce that speed about 15, 20 minutes into the game. And, yes, he will blow right by Vertonghen. Okay. And, again, Ronaldo can get, you know, in the box, get in front of the goal and be ready to get on the receiving end of, of a cross, get on the receiving end of a driven low-lying low cross. Um, also, you know, he can also, if he makes his runs out, open up that middle space for a Bernardo to, to arrive late for the tap-in or for a Jota to come over from the left to the center. There's a lot of movements they can make, and I like to think that they're going to have a plan like that. I'm sure they learned in the Germany game that if they think they're just going to sit back, that's not going to go well if you well, don't have a plan once you do have the ball. Another key for me in this game is for Portugal especially, for the back line, I think it has to be Rafa Guerrero, has to be Pepe, has to be Ruben Dias. But the change that needs to be made here, especially tomorrow, going against this front line. No, 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 no. You need to get Semiedo out of there. Absolutely no, you, not. Absolutely you need to not. Put you, need to get, you need to keep João Moutinho in front of him so that he's protecting the overlap because Diego Dalo is a piece of trash. No. He was no. burned every single match in the U in the U21s. What do you think? That these these forwards <laughs> on Belgium is going to do to him. 
Dude, I'm telling you, I would switch out Semiedo. I don't trust Semiedo defensively. Why? He just put. He just kept Mbappe in his pocket for 90 minutes. Did you watch the Germany match? He was responsible for three of the goals. He was not. He was not responsible. He yes, had two he was. guys. I talked about this for hours. He got. Posted. He had two guys. He had to cheat inside. He had to go central every single time because Pepe's 182 years old, <laughs> and Bernardo Silva was not getting back. And hey, what happens is hey, they were losing. So when hey. you brought in Renato Sanchez, he couldn't really spend his. He didn't. Nobody knew what they were doing in that midfield. That was all on the midfield, not getting back and covering in the the space in behind. Yellow card. You watch. Absolutely you not. Bernardo. I will not back down on this. You watch how you talk about Bernardo Silva because I will come over there. I know. I love live. Bernardo Silva. I'm within but he, driving that, distance. He did get much a better combat. against France. Against France, he did much better. Your attitude sucks. No, I will absolutely. When you have two versus one, everyone knows when the defense shifts that left that right outside back has to go central. When there's a guy there to pick up, which means the midfielder has to get back. Now you have speaking of 182 years old, you have William Carvalho in that game, who is slower than a man who's 182 years old. Yeah, that's tough. That's and tough. Germany was smart and just bypassed him, just went over his head every time. That was a structural problem. That was not a Semedo problem. That was a structural problem, and he was facing two guys every single time. I... He adjusted against France. He he contained Mbappe for the whole game. Yeah, he gave away that penalty that I don't even want to talk about. Mm. Okay. W was it? Sure. Uh, he, there was contact. That's I'll, not a I'll penalty. Stay... That's not okay, a penalty. I'll stay no. consistent don't... in what I always say. I always penalty. say that if there's contact, it's a penalty because of VAR. No, no. I, I don't believe it's a penalty, but they call it a penalty, so I'm not going to complain. That is not a penalty. He looked for the contact. He ran into the guy. Don't he back went off of it. And sure. if VAR calls it a penalty, calls it a penalty, then guess what? That's reason number ten thousand nine hundred ninety-eight. Why VAR stupid? So you you you're That's backing up what I'm saying. He kept Mbappe quiet. If you take that play out, I mean, he was okay in the match. But like, do you, I? I don't trust Nelson Semedo when it comes to being good defensively. I mean, I've watched him he's enough the, at Barcelona to know that he's he's not that great defensively, dude. But he, but you're comparing him to Diego to Diogo Dalo, who is I not think good Diogo period, not defensively, not offensively. He's not good at all. He wasn't even in this team. The only reason he's there is because he was the only guy not on vacation when Cancelo tested positive. <laughs> That's the only reason he's there. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I would definitely if go. You with can't John play Cancelo. right back at Man United. What business do you have playing right back in a national team? <laughs> That they got to send you on loan to Milan where you don't even have to defend because they have the ball 80% of the time in, in most of their games. I did it. <laughs> I broke you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot. Uh, question. What's up with Joe Felix? What, what happened to this He game? He was nursing an injury in the first two games. Um, Is he back? He was on the bench in the in the third game. He, was, he didn't use him. The match didn't call for him either, but... That's what I'm um, saying. Is he back tomorrow? Because he's I'd, a game changer. Yeah, off the bench, possibly. That I mean, like, I, I genuinely could not love Portugal in this matchup. And I, have you seen the betting odds for this? No, I have not. I haven't. Portugal is the it. underdog. Portugal is plus one thirty to advance. They're plus. Oh, that's right. I gave them out line. last night. What? Am, okay, last night it was it was there was plus money on on. Uh, let me see. I have it here. On Portugal. What did he give me last night? Hold on. 
let the let the screen <laughs> scroll a little. Those of you listening on the podcast, I apologize. You can't obviously see this. I'll read it when it comes across the screen. Um, he just took over the over two point five goals, but I know I read his other uh, thoughts, and he was actually getting good value on Belgium, but it was minus money. It was like minus one, minus one fifty to advance. Uh, they are plus one forty or so yeah, on the money line something like that. Okay. Uh, I could not disagree more. I think that this Belgian back line is not good. Uh, they make a lot of mistakes. Boyata, not that good. Aldo Vajereld had a nightmare of a season at Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Vertonghen, who we've already talked about. Yeah. I fully expect Portugal's top three to dismantle them. And if the moment comes where, you know, Dal Felix is okay and he can come in and play, Oh my God! Is this well, he'll break them with his passes. He'll break the lines easily. He, he will dismantle them, and you know people just keep focusing on Belgium moving forward, and they talk about Dries Mertens. Mertens has been so overrated for so long, and he can't do anything in the air. And like, I, I've never been a fan of Dries Mertens. I put him in the same category as Insignia. He he's a one trick pony. Great, congrats. Uh, on occasion, he can beat a bad team. Um, and then you have De Bruyne, of course, who's very very talented. He's very very good. Uh, he is a worry, but again, you guys have the midfielders to dominate this kid. Um, as long as he puts the right midfield in, yeah. I mean, whether I like... it's Moutinho, Danilo, it's got to be one of those two, basically, men marking De Bruyne. Well, it's gonna that that would be something that I think Danilo is gonna do one of two things. He's either gonna do that, or I think he might drop between the center backs and help on Lukaku. Lukaku is the other guy I want to talk about. Yeah, you want to talk about overrated. <laughs> this man is the best thing Romelu Lukaku has ever done is create the song about his 24-inch penis. Okay, that is the best thing this man has ever accomplished in his career. This man is as overrated as it gets. I mean, like, seriously, his claim to fame is the fact he's got a 24-inch dick. Congrats, Rom. Very happy for you. I think that Pepe and Ruben Dias are going children to bed now, everybody. Sorry about that. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. We are we already said we're putting on the parental advisory. What the <laughs> fuck? We're also live. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Are you actually watching with your kids? Anybody watching with your kids, comment here. Get out of here. Um put your kids to bed, you listen, scrubs. Lukaku has pace and power. Okay. He doesn't if he have get, pace. We need to stop with the pace. This he is has a myth. pace. No, he, he doesn't. He's run by defenders. Yeah, old defenders, guys from Finland. Pepe's 34, 38 years old. He's a month Ruben younger Diaz. than me. What about Ruben Diaz? And if Ruben, you want to play, he's Nelson not going to pick on Ruben Diaz. He's going to go to Pepe's side. No, dude, come on, man. I Pepe is savvy enough where, if needed, your boy Nelson Semiedo, he's going to be able to pinch. Right? He's got plenty of pace. He'll be able well. To I'm hoping out. Danilo's there so that he doesn't have to pinch. So exactly, so and Danilo is another key. Uh, I think William Carvalho would be the wrong selection. I think, oh, I think you won't see William again unless it's in, in garbage time. Um, because Joan Parina came in in the last game, and he, he is certainly the second option as the holding midfielder now. He came in for Danilo at halftime against France, and he, although he got he got <laughs> twisted up against Pogba in that one play that forced a great yeah. save from Patricio. Other than that, he, he did fine. He he controlled that midfield. Even had a nice run. You know, he put a meg on Pogba himself. Um, I think you won't see William again. But, I mean, again, you just look at this Belgian team and it's just oozing with overrated players that haven't accomplished shit at the, yeah, in, that's at the, the part international I don't level. With. They I mean, have again, not. They, 
the pressure people, is on them because they're hitting age 30 and going beyond some of them. And they've been, we've heard about them for a decade now and we're waiting. And people, uh, people overrated them here because, oh my God, did you see how they played against Russia? Guys, Russia stinks. Russia stunk in the last World Cup. Who knows what kind of shenanigans they pulled. And then they had to beat a horrible Spain side, which hopefully we have a chance to talk about at some point, the two of us. Because, again, we've talked about it. Your possession, I mean, they're, they're missing everybody. They suck. The Spanish team is terrible. Okay, Russia was not a good opponent. After that, they beat Denmark, and it was an emo- I, I I basically scrapped that one. I scrap it. I don't give them any positive. I don't give them any negative. No matter what the result was, they could have lost the game 6 nothing. They wouldn't have gotten a negative from me. Sure. Um, and then they struggled to beat Finland. Mm-hmm. Finland. That's true. That part's I, true. I like Finland. I have a lot of respect for Finland. They beat us in the Nations League, so I have to suffer with them. I like Timu Puki. The Poyampolo, that was a great story. Nice effort, Kato. Um, Finland sucks. And if you're talking about a team that's now favored to win the Euros with France, uh, no. And you also have Chunkawonko over there, Eden Hazard, who hasn't stopped feasting in Madrid. The cuisine must be fantastic because the guy just continues to plump up. Um, you've lost your damn minds. Anybody that re- – I mean, I can't – tomorrow, Portugal plus money to advance. I love it. I love it. I can't get enough of it. I love your confidence in it. Trust me. Um, I have my, my concerns because I'm – Obviously, you're a miserable it, bastard. It's okay. No, when it's I your team, you're always you're always concerned. You see holes in it, and I mean, there's there's issues there. And I think it is. I think that the issue in terms of shape has been resolved as long as, again, everybody hates this guy, but Joel Moutinho is is very important to the way they play because he covers those passing lanes that protects the outside backs. Can okay? we also be honest about something? What? Fernando Santos was not trying to win that game against Germany. I obviously. He was they were not, down, and he, he was happy to lose by two. He, they weren't even pressing at the end he, to try to get a third. He knew what he was doing. He wanted to make sure that they avoided England in the first round. That is the dumbest decision any manager could ever do. Oh, you, no, you beat I England. You beat England, you go to the final on that side of the bracket. I, There's nobody listen, else over there. Now, I've come to, I've come now to look what we're facing. you got to play Belgium. If you're lucky enough to win, you got to play Italy in Italy. If you're lucky enough to win, you got to play France. I mean, outside of the French game, I, re- I really don't think that Portugal's going to have a problem tomorrow. I don't think Portugal's going to have a problem. And then, quite frankly, I think Portugal beats Italy by three goals. I, they don't I beat anybody be three by three nil. goals. <laughs> I think it'll be 3-0, and I think Ronaldo has a hat trick. I, I hope think it's you're right. one final. I think, honestly, the way that I see this playing out, I think tomorrow's going to be a very, very good game. It'll be up and down, fast-paced. It's going to be highly entertaining for the neutrals. I think Portugal will sneak it out 2-1, may even need extra time. They're going to go to Rome, and this will be Ronaldo's final fuck you to the city. Uh, I really believe that Ronaldo's going to He's not going come. anywhere. Yeah, he is. Where's he's he leaving, going? Dude. Where's he going? I got a hunch. Okay, tell me who is taking off his wages right now. I got a hunch. It's not PSG. I have it in, uh, I have it in good confidence that Ronaldo's out. Where is he going? I can't tell you. I can tell you off the show. You I, might I be right. Like it's up in the air, but I think you know he has one year left on his contract. I'm very and far he's from got massive wages. He is going to take a pay cut for a longer deal somewhere else. A longer deal. Yes. 
He's going to take a two-year deal somewhere else. Can you tell me on the air nope. what what geo, what portion of the world he's going I to? Can't. Is it China? I can't. No, it is not China. Major League Soccer? Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. I, I'm telling you. I, I, I have this in very, very good confidence that a deal will get done. And Ronaldo will not be in the city out next year. I hope you're wrong. Because I want to see him <laughs> break more records there, to be honest with you. I'll tell you after the show, you impatient bastard. Uh, no, 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 no. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> but getting – we, you Bye-bye. know, it's funny. Fade My Place is on. We're on topic. We're, we got this well oil. You come on here, and we're all over the place all the time. If we're being honest, it was like this when we were working together, too. The second I don't know what you're talking about. I was well, always <laughs> laser-focused. <laughs> we never were. Never once. All right, Honestly, on. I bring the chaos, buddy. It's what I do, pal. Um, getting back to we, – we kind of shoved today's games under the, under the mattress pretty quickly. Uh, so, again – Italy has survived on a 2-1 win today, okay? I had said when we went into extra time, I told my brother-in-law, I said to him, listen, this is – because he says, what do you think? What do you think? I go, it's either going to stay nil-nil and we're going to penalties or Italy's going to win 3-0. They won 2-1. I was close. I was close. I knew there were going to be three goals in that extra time. What you told me? You didn't ask. I mean, your brother-in-law just sitting there for bragging rights. I mean, I could have made us some cash. No, not my Italian brother-in-law, my Portuguese one, my sister's. Oh, that's right. The Porto fan, right? Mm -mm. No, Sporting? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, uh, by the way, my son has gotten into this Italian team, so I think that's why I'm defending him. Oh, man. He's in the Portugal one, too. He's into both teams. No, Romero, no, no, don't do it. Listen, he's watching soccer for the first time in his life and, like, not asking about, like, the grass or asking about (laughs) how many minutes are left or doing the math in his head. He So I'm just happy with that. He's liking liking his football right now. So (laughs) how do they make that sign with the stoppage time? Yeah, exactly. What's the engineering behind it is what he wants to know. I uh, I actually got a question for you on this one. Okay. So, uh, stoppage time. Austria, yep. Italy. Second half was five minutes. How many substitutions were there? Uh, none for Austria. Let me pull it up. Hold on. There was none for Austria. Okay. So here's the generally when they when they. I know it's thirty seconds per sub, and that's and why a I was minute per goal. There were no goals. Yep. So injuries. Injury to who? No, I'm 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 thinking out loud. I'm not I'm not pointing. Exactly. I'm... You know what the reason was? So Italy could score. Is that what you're gonna say? Because Leo had Austria plus half a goal, so he had to make <laughs> the guy sweat. I was oh, literally Leo. sitting there, and I text a friend of mine. Shout out to Deadbolt Sports, another excellent capper. I text him. I was like, "Yo, I'm sitting here with Austria plus half a goal." And I text him in the 88th minute. I said, "How many minutes of stoppage time?" You know where be? it came from? The VAR. How long was the, where they stopped for VAR? On Ninety the seconds. Ninety seconds. It. I went out and checked. So ninety seconds plus how plus, many substitutions for Italy? I believe three. You, they only made three. Three. So that would be ninety plus ninety. That's one hundred and eighty seconds. That's also, about three minutes. So can we not? Can we not pretend that they actually keep track? They just kind of fucking wing this. 
Well, they no, they, they know how many substitutions they make, and they they yeah, multiply the it by thirty. Okay, but the uh, the stoppages for VAR. No, they, the referee wears two watches. No, one they, they runs, don't work. One runs and the other stops. That's where they it comes work. from. No, they don't work. Don't lie. <laughs> That's what's supposed to happen. It doesn't actually watches. happen. They just <laughs> flip a coin. They sit there and they fuck around. They're like, yeah, yeah, cinco minuto, cinco minuto, mi amigo. Let's go. Oh, That's we had it. a Spanish referee in that match. I don't know. I just wanted to say Cinco Minuto, dude. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, but no, seriously, like I texted him before and I was like, how many minutes do you think that we should have in stoppage time? He goes three. I was like, I think three, too. I was like, three is what I just came up with with my logic, right? Yeah. I think that's so what I, I just I, came up with. I texted him and I was like, anything less than five and I'll be fucking stunned. And then he puts up the five and I was just like, yep, that's about right. That's about right. Who's ready to suffer? And of course, in the 95th minute, Italy gets a free kick on the edge of the box. And I was like, here it is. I'd put my house that this goal is going to go in. Guaranteed. Luckily, it did. Excellent header off the line, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you 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 see Italy crashing out in the next round. Getting um, dismantled in the next you, round. Yeah, you don't just see them crashing out. You see them getting dismantled. Okay. Let's talk tomorrow. Let's talk. Um, we talked tomorrow already, actually. We got the Netherlands. What are you seeing tomorrow in the Netherlands? Uh, interesting matchup. I'm looking at this game, and uh, well, let me put it to you this way. The books have it at minus 310 for the Netherlands. We put up a poll uh, on BTV Bets asking who do you think is going to advance. 80-something uh, percent ended up going with the Netherlands. I mean, that's yeah. that's a significant amount. I don't think the gap is that big. I look That's at the on reputation. Of, yeah, I mean, I, I just – I don't like this Dutch team, and they haven't really shown me a whole lot. I mean, they've mm-hmm. shown flashes, but they've been showing me flashes for five years while they were missing World Cups. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's not that I fall in love with this Czech Republic team, but, I mean, they got something. They have a little something there, and I kind of put them in the Austria category where if they can hold on for the first half and they can get into the halftime tied, at that point, the Dutch thinkers start to tighten and you can find the moment of magic, and you can steal this thing for the Czech Republic. So, I mean, if you put a gun to my head straight up, I'm going to lean toward the Dutch here just because they have more talent. But betting value, I- I'm rolling with the Czech to advance at plus, two, uh, plus 270 I got it today. I think it's going to be tighter than people realize. I was higher on Czech Republic until that England match. Um, they looked like they didn't want to win the group. What did you not see in the Czech, in the English match? They didn't do anything. They didn't and? look like a team that had a chance to win a group. They were happy to have four points and happy to wherever the chips may fall. Did you see where they ended up? You don't think that might have been a little bit strategic? No, I don't. You don't think that that was strategic to end no, up on that side and avoid I mean, Germany, France? Possibly, possibly, but they're not good enough to be strategic. They have to come to play. I don't know, dude. At that point in that English match, because I, I saw the same thing I, that you did. I you was saw incredibly disappointed with, with their play. I, I expected more out of them from what I had seen in the first two matches. I, um, I agree, but you got to remember, they were part of the late group, so they knew that if they win the group, they're guaranteed to get Germany, France, or Portugal. Sure. Either way, they're getting they're, – you know, it's going to be – it's going to be FAPA time, dude. But, uh, but it's going to be FAPA time tomorrow. I don't think so, dude. I, don't, I mean, like, what do you – also, nice guns, bro. Nice guns. Get some sun on them, bro, and they make yeah, it in the bad, ain't it? bro. It's bad. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Then the clouds came out today. Dude, get out there, man. Get to the beach, man. Get some tan on those guns, and next thing you know, you'll be catfishing biddies left and right. 
Um, <laughs> this show has um, deteriorated. <laughs> bro, I, I miss I miss being next to you every day. Uh, <laughs> you you make some valid points in that kind of like. Yeah, you're probably right, but again, I just I don't see the, I just don't see them getting anything out of this. I don't see where that goal is going to come from, the, unless they get another pen. I don't see where they're going to get it from. Do you? Uh, all right, he's so, not going to score from sixty yards again. I mean, to be fair, that hold on, because that kid's been really, really good this tournament. He's shown some flashes, dude. Like even he, on he Chelsea, was good he until the scored. third match. I don't think he was good at all in that match. Okay, the English match, I agree. They they all played like shit. shit. Yeah. But, um, I mean, the first two games, he looked good. He looked dangerous. I mean, that header he scored against Scotland was second to none. That was a, that was a phenomenal header. Yeah, he was very good in that game. In the 60-yard the goal, yeah, it's never going to happen again. But you kind of saw the talent from him. Um, but the Czech Republic, they've actually been pretty good defensively. And their goalie, Vasilik, has been good. And, again... This Dutch team has not done anything lately to to earn the respect that they're getting right now. So, and this game's not going to be played in Amsterdam, correct? Tomorrow, I don't think so. They played in Amsterdam today, so I don't believe it's in Amsterdam tomorrow. Hold on, I can I can verify yeah, this. Let for me just you. verify. You make your point. Um, I lost my train of thought, but uh, it is. I have it here. It's in Budapest. Budapest. So there'll be a full house. Um. You hear about those French fans that bought tickets and went to Bucharest instead of Budapest? You know what? After they showed up at the wrong game in their France kits. So Romanian television thought it was interesting. So they said, hey, you know, why are you here when your team is playing? And they admitted they bought plane tickets and game tickets to the wrong city. <laughs> so I mean, I got some thoughts here. We were teetering, we were teetering on that line when I broke out the queefer jokes. Yeah, uh, let, let's. We're, okay. we're gonna go over a line if we continue this topic. So let's uh, let's progress on back to the Netherlands Czech Republic. I, you really think Netherlands is gonna dominate this game? What do you have for a score? Oh, it'll be like two one or or, or two nil or one nil. It's not gonna be overwhelming. But I don't think that the Netherlands are going to put themselves. I'm sorry, that the Czech Republic are going to put themselves in positions to get goals and to somehow win this game. I think they're going to hang on. Maybe they they hang on for 90 minutes and we go to extra time, and it looks something like today, where the team with the superior skill and quality will eventually find the back of the net. Can I tell you the real reason that I don't trust the Dutch? Yeah. Number one, they don't have a pure goal score. I hate that. That's true. Uh, That's why it's going to be close. The pie is very, very good. I like Malin a lot. Malin is a very, very underrated young player. He's going to break through at some point. Sucks. He's having a great tournament. Trash. He's not good. He's another guy. He's one of these guys that's going to shine for a couple games, get a massive contract. Everybody will forget about him. I feel the same way about that. What if he shines tomorrow? Against against the Czech Republic, dude. Who honestly, are n- we're by talking, no means world beaters. We are talking about we're talking about professional athletes here, and yes, he's a good player. I don't mean to shit on him, but like, <laughs> these are good players here. Um, pretty much anybody has the chance to shine for a couple games. That's great. Um, but no, I, I don't like his game. I don't think he's very good. I don't think he's uh, mentally stable. Is not the right word. Uh, I don't think he's disciplined enough to play at a consistent level for a long okay. period of time. Mentally and I feel, strong, maybe. Yeah, there we go. He's a mental midget. 
That's the best way to put it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way about that dude from Atalanta, the one that was uh, taking shots at Cristiano Ronaldo. Slow down, my like I slow down. Robin Goslins. You had one good game, buddy. He's the greatest of all time. Who the hell are you? Who the hell hurt? I watch more soccer and I play more FIFA than anybody on this guy. I love earth. that you use playing FIFA as justification well, and rating. Dude, I play that much FIFA where I at least have heard of about 90% of the players. I got in you. I got you. Who the hell are you to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo didn't give me his jersey? But like he should have spit at you. Who are you? He should who are you? You had one good game. Oh, I played that way and he inspired me. Are you stupid? I mean, like seriously, there are 20 other players on that field. Cristiano Ronaldo would have rather given his jersey to the ref, all right, for not calling offside. Who the hell are you, Gossens? All right, shut up, you clown. And quite frankly, if this German team was any damn good, you wouldn't have even made it, you bum. Shut up, stupid. I they're going to beat guy. England, by the way. No, they're not. Stop. England's going home. Okay. You know when they say it's coming home, they're talking about the team going okay. home. Yeah, okay. Hold on. We're going to get to that in one second. My point <laughs> with the Dutch here is the fact that Martin Stecklenburg is their damn goalie. Okay? This dude, he stinks. He stinks. That guy has no – he hasn't been a primary goalie in how long? The That's why there's a very low ceiling for them, but I'm when primarily looking at them versus was... Czech Republic. Let me pull this up. Hold on. Because I got a point to prove. He has not been a full-time goalie since when? Give me a year. What are you going to say? 2018. 2009. He hasn't been the primary goalie since 2009. Yeah, but don't you know that... That's, that's the, that is the team that we're respecting all this much with a goalie who has not been a primary starter. Don't you know since... Frank DeBoer has reinvented the, the game? My no, they, they're very weak in, in some areas. You're right. And I think they, in terms of coaching, they have a very weak coach in Frank DeBoer. I'm not worried uh, about the coach. It's just two main No, but he's parts not. They're the not game, playing man. their system. They're playing a, something that he has drawn up on a chalkboard thinking yeah. is going to work. Yeah, I mean, like he went to a pizza place and he was sitting down and he had a couple brews and he sat and he down wrote on the napkin. napkin. Yeah. And he's like, oh, this, is, this looks like fun. And he brought it to training and said, hey, guys, look at what we're going to try today. The guy's a clown. But uh, back to England and Germany. I've had I, I've learned two things so far from this Euro when it comes to England. Number one, you're going to agree with. Gary Southgate has no relative freaking clue what he's doing. <laughs> only this, he knows what. If anyone, if, the, if he does, he's the only one. <laughs> this man, I mean, you would be better off. Have you ever seen like those, like the, like the monkeys that throw the little ping pong balls at, at things? To like decide like who's gonna win games, like the octopus that pulls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the octopus, like the, I saw a monkey recently, dude. The monkey was absolutely adorable. He was literally sitting there throwing things in ping in ping pong, uh, ping pong balls into cups. Mm-hmm. You could get that. You could get that monkey to create the lineup for England, and it would probably be better than Gary Southgate's lineup because this guy he literally has no idea what he's doing. You know what the lucky thing for him is. This England team is so goddamn talented. They're going to win despite this bozo. I don't see it. They're going to win. I mean, like, okay, so, like, this German team, let's talk about the German team for a minute. Yeah. They've played three games so far. Yeah. Their one win where everybody's all excited, 
And everybody's like, oh, the Germans are back, and oh, the Germans this, and oh, the Germans that. And Jurgen Klinsmann's telling me that it's they're going to the semis, or they're going to be disappointed. Yeah, good call over there, Bozo. Oh, He's right. Ball. Get because the hell after out they of win this game, the road yeah. is very easy. Yeah, okay. Stay tuned. Their one win. You are putting faith in England. Their, their Where have one, you been the last 60 years? Their one win was against a Portuguese team that was literally trying to lose the game. No, they we were just getting talked about it. We just no, no, no. We just talked about it. Fernando Santos put Huey, Dewey, and Louie out there trying to lose that game. Why would he want to play on the hard side of the of the of the bracket? Portuguese, Port, yes. uh, Fernando Santos to avoid this this England team with Garrett Southgate. Absolutely not. Yes. No. 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 You can't convince me that he. We've Nobody's about this. trying hold to on. avoid hold England. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. They got we've two goals in hundred and seventy tell me. minutes. Listen, you cannot tell me. Now, because I have multiple conversations that we have had that Portugal was aiming for third in this group. You cannot tell me that. They were not aiming. for. They were they happy were to take third. third. There's a difference. No, they were aiming for third. I have these conversations. That is idiotic. Because Do not lie would, to me. That would have, they should have been aiming for second if they're going to play that game. Because then you play England and you go to the final. I mean, no. England is, listen, you know what England is? You know but, when you're when you're a kid and you love Coke, but your parents don't want to spend the money, so you get the Sam's Club cola. England is Spain, but you don't want to play for Spain. They're a, so they're playing like Spain, but they're not Spain, and they're slow and methodical, and they have not been good at this tournament. They have they're, not been good at this tournament. They're possessing and and going back and forth. They play hard for fifteen minutes and then they possess. Um, they are a poor man's two thousand and twelve Spain. I with no goal scoring threat, they have taken Harry Kane and turned him into an absolute spectator. Yeah, don't worry, Man City's paying 100 mil for him now. No uh, worries, they're also paying for Jack Rillish. Nah, forgot about him too. Yeah, the miracle man. And Next. just in case they want to score, just in case he might screw this up for them, they keep Jaden Sancho on the bench. Uh, so again, this isn't me being in love with Gary Southgate. Uh, but again, this German team, just to finish up my point. The one game where they have looked impressive was that Portuguese game. Sure. And you cannot convince me that Fernando Santos was not – he wasn't trying to lose the game, but he was fucking around. He didn't care about that game. Okay? You can't convince me otherwise. The other two games in this group, they lost to France where everybody seemed to think they played real well against France. I did not. I thought France paid at their own place, uh, played at their own pace. They dominated the game. Uh, the way that they wanted to. They won the game 1-0. And yes, it was an own goal, but who cares? It went in. If you want to play that game, then Germany's two own goals against Portugal shouldn't have counted either. Well, um, the, the, the two the own goals are different because Germany put it in their own net with nobody there. The Portugal okay, ones, they would have been dude, tapping. you're going to nitpick on me now 55 No, I'm in. actually agreeing with you if you listen. <laughs> oh, all right. Good boy. <laughs> because actually, but, Germany's own goals were less of an own goal, is what I'm. I mean, Portugal's own goals were less of an own goal because it would have been a tap in. There you go. Oh yeah, they were forced to, to try to reach at those balls. Good call. Good Hummels call. was all by himself and put it in his own goal. Yeah. That's um, well, Hummels is a lot. Of, all right. Well, let me stay on. For, oh, let me stay on rant here. Um, and then the last game, you cannot tell me that Germany deserved to be here. Hungary outplayed them. Hungary dominated that game. They were fantastic. Not dominated the game, but they played the way that they, they hung wanted in, to play. Yes. And I look at that Hungary game and I say, the Germans are everything I expected them to be. They got bailed out by Leon Goretzka. 
Uh, Goretzka is still banged up, by the way, in case you guys haven't figured that out. Also, Germany not playing with a striker. Serge Gnabry, like him a lot, very good player, not a striker. He's not a goal scorer. This is not the German teams of the past. Thomas Muller's older. He cannot keep up this pace of playing every three days. He can't do it. Okay, so again, I'm looking at they this have a England week off team. after this after these games, basically. England, Gary Southgate, you're a clown. You have no business managing a U8, literally a U10 team in Worcester. Okay, you suck, bro. You're a moron. Okay, he is terrible. But luckily for him, this English team is dripping with talent and can win despite this Bobo. I mean, he's a Bobo. But, like, England is so damn good at every position that they can put Bakayoko Sako, whatever the hell his name is, on the right wing when he's playing right back for freaking Arsenal, okay, and they can still win a game. Yeah, a Czech Republic team that you told me 15 minutes ago didn't want to win. That's dude, who they beat. I I, know, I understand that, but like <laughs> when we're talking, this dude's not that good. I mean, he's not a right winger. He's I'm right not back. disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying is like that's how good. He, this guy can play people out of position, and this team is still good enough to win. The one thing I give Southgate a lot of credit for is he's playing Raheem. Good job on you. Thank See, God I you recognize that's that. That's the mistake. Raheem is, is gassed. What he's got no explosion in his step. What? Yes, he's he's not beating people on the drill. He's slow. Why is he so slow all of a sudden? What do you mean? What do you what do I mean? What do you mean? He's not the watching? same player we've seen in the Premier League right now. Okay, so like yeah, he he's is, a little he's fatigued. not getting out of third gear. His third gear is faster than most people's sixth. It's not faster than Jaden Sancho's. Jaden Sancho should not be playing on that side. It should be Raheem and Sancho on the other side. Sure, but it's not, I would even go with Grelish over him on that side right now. Get the hell out of here. Yes, You're, I put would. Jack Grel- oh, you You're overrating him because he's from your club. No, not at all. I'm. You, let me tell you why I love Raheem. I love Raheem because this kid has the heart of a freaking champion. He misses so many sitters. There are moments when I want to throw him out a goddamn window. So what but, good is that heart? But let me tell you something. That kid, okay, the difference, the thing that makes this kid a superstar is that even when he misses those sitters, he puts his head down for two seconds, and then the second that ball's in play, he's running his damn ass off, and he's you trying know to what make, make a play You know what doesn't team. make him a superstar? How he doesn't use his left foot, and he's always carrying it inside where he's not protecting the ball whole champions league final he was pickpocketed because he's he's got the ball to the inside all the time he's oh he abuses the role of an inverted winger to the point where he does not go left yes he carries it from left to center every time chelsea took that ball off his foot every single time in that final he hasn't faced any actual defensive Pep competition. Pep didn't give him any help on that side. He didn't give him any Protect help. He's going one on body. three. Put it on your left foot. He's going one on three. No matter where he goes, All left, right, center, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have a fucking chance, man. Why are you leaving the ball exposed? What he dances at, he's going to be exposed somewhere when he's Everyone three on one. knows he wants to shoot right-footed. Oh, come on. Come uh, you, on. Of course he wants to shoot right-footed. you got to go left to keep him honest. He does go left. No, he doesn't. He loses the ball. Are you out of your mind tonight? I'm not out of my mind tonight. Is this you paying me back for setting you off earlier? 
No, not at all. When did you set me off? I set you off a little bit earlier. When we talked about Oh, the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I see I've already forgotten that. <laughs> it's the short term. Oh, but yeah, no, I got serious short-term memory loss. I, I love this England team, man. I'm telling you. I, and, and I don't know, know why. I, Dude, you got to come on when... when also, when it's got to be Drew Bellingham. My play is here because I'll have you two go at it. Because... I'm ready. The one I, I'm more in his play. camp than yours on this, but he is like the polar opposite to what you're thinking. What day is Germany-England? Tuesday. Tuesday? All right, Monday night. Monday night. Is he coming on? Uh, I'll I'll talk to him. I'll ask him. All right. I'll yell at him. I'll make if sure he doesn't, if on. he doesn't work late. Yeah, sometimes yeah. he gets stuck at work. So, but I, I will I will just sit back with popcorn and watch you guys go at it. Monday night we'll talk about the yeah. I think am I available? I don't know. We'll figure it out after the show. <laughs> but uh, you want you want to finish up the rest of the round of sixteen while we're at it? You want to go through the whole round of sixteen? I mean, we're already like pretty much halfway. We're more than halfway there. We got three matchups left. Why don't you uh, tell me? I, I've given my thoughts in the last couple episodes. Tell me what you think, and I'll react. Give me, give me a matchup, baby. Okay, let's go to. We've done tomorrow's too, so let's go to Monday. What do we got? We got France and Switzerland. What do you see in there? Don't be if stupid. If you pick France Switzerland, I'm putting my headset down and I'm leaving. Don't be stupid. France by three. <laughs> Next. Uh, what's the other matchup I have? Uh, Croatia, Spain. Yeah, what do you think there? Let's let let's. I'd love to hear your your insight because I probably agree with you, but let me. I hear hate the stupid matchup. I hate the stupid I agree matchup. With you so much. I hate the stupid freaking matchup, dude. I hate it. If these two teams are playing literally anybody else in the round of sixteen, I'm betting against both of them. And of course, they get stuck with each other. This is going to be a miserable game. Do not let anybody tell you otherwise. Uh, enough of no, this. The famous- possession. Enough of the Spain is back <laughs> nonsense. Anybody what are you talking about? Spain beat Slovakia 5-0, uh, courtesy of Martin Dobravka. I, I can't accuse him of, uh, of certain things, but you cannot tell me that that was not a shady goal where he waits for the ball to come under the bar and then says, oh, <laughs> high fives it in the net. Okay, because That Alvaro- was something, wasn't it? <laughs> I was watching it, and I was stunned at the fact that I did not have Slovakia. I, it was one of those goals where, honestly, I expect to be on the losing end of that every single time. But you know what? The Spain game, this Spanish team sucks. It, it's ex- everything I expected it to be. Slovakia, I don't know what the hell happened to you. I don't know if you guys just partied it up the night before, if you know they went all food poisoning on you guys in the hotel <laughs> And all because I mean, like, if you rewatch that game, all of Slovakia's team looked like they had a mean case of the squirts the whole game. I mean, they were waddling for the ball, like it, yeah. it was an it was an atrocity. And Spain won five nil. Congratulations, very happy for you all. If you watch that Poland game, Poland dominated you, uh, not dominated, but again, I they outshined you. Yeah. Uh, Sweden, Sweden, okay, with nobody playing offensively, should have beat you. You got a lucky bounce off the post, okay? And now you get a Croatian team who sucks themselves. They're a bunch – they are literally out of a nursing home, okay? This is going to be great. This is not your Croatian team from five years ago, and I hate myself for saying this. No, the problem is it is your Croatian team from five years ago. Valid point. five years older. Oh, and one more point in Spain that everybody seems to forget, kind of similar to Italy, all three of those games were in Seville. All yeah. three of those games are on their home court, on their home field, and which was that's in the horrible trash. shape. That there was a lot of talk about how bad that pitch was. It was from all the possession. 
from all the possession. Spain's just sitting oh, there making people run all over the place. That's why. I, I have heard, this is yet to be confirmed, but right now, even though it's you know four in the morning, Spain are still possessing the ball in the hotel right now. They're still passing to each other. Right there, the baby. Get, getting ready for it, folks. Always, always lateral and backwards, though. I'm, I'm telling you, though, I look at this Croatian side and – I like Luka Modric. I like. I think that their midfield is actually going to dominate the game. To be honest, you look at the guys like Kovacic. You look at the guy like uh, Brozovic. Uh, who's the other guy that they had on the bench for the other game too? Um, I well, forgot Rebic. who it was. No, 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 not Rebic. Um, but either way, their midfield between Luka Modric, Kovacic, Brozovic. I think that they're going to dominate this game. And I really do. And then, you know, you still got Ivan Perisic who can make something happen every once he's in a still, while. He's still producing once in a while. Yeah. Yeah, once in a He's actually been one of their better players, I would say. And when it comes to Spain, I continue to ask this question. And you know what? It's like Spain and England have really – it's funny that you made the analogy because in my head, I've been wondering, like, is Luis Enrique and Gary Southgate having a competition on who the biggest – who's got the biggest red nose? You're both clowns. Oh, my I, God. He has they no obviously have very doing. similar philosophies in what they're trying to do. And neither one of them have have the team with the characteristics to play that. To start, Simon over De Gea is criminal. First of all, to that, not have Sergio Ramos in your in. Oh, well, you can't have squad. Real Madrid players. Can't have Real Madrid players. You are an embarrassment to humanity, and we have talked about this at length, especially with our own like national teams. Where like when it comes to the national team, it's different. Pepe, you're a rat. But when it comes to the Portuguese, when you're wearing my jersey, you're on my side, exactly. And it's the same thing with all with all my people too, like those those people that will remain nameless. Okay, those criminals that remains nameless. Yeah, the criminals run by the drunk lord. Okay, Um, it's different when it's for the national team. So the fact that you don't have Sergio Ramos out there, and you know, I don't in Laporte too. I mean, this is ridiculous. The fact that he's not allowed to play for Spain. That's absolutely asinine. I thought he made the right decision by playing Eric Garcia last time out. But, I mean, you look at his bench, and he's he's sitting Thiago. He's sitting Fernando Torres. He's sitting Adama Traore. I mean, like, dude, do you have an idea? Yeah. Or the other guy that I can never pronounce his name, Ozer Bayal. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? What are you doing? Look at their lineup for the last game. Look at this. You have Aspilicueta, who's 40. Eric Garcia, who I don't mind. Laporte, who's cheating. Then you've got Jordi Alba. I have no problem with that back four. Minus Laporte, who's a dirty, filthy cheater, even though he plays for my team. You have Simone and goal over De Gea. Are you mad, dude? Then you have Koke in the midfield over Thiago. You have Sergio Busquets. You talked about Chiellini earlier with the walker. What the hell is Sergio Busquets doing? The guy's got tennis balls under there. What are you doing? I don't disagree with you. I don't then disagree got, with you. Then you got Pedri start? What? What? Yeah, l- l- it, yeah what? I think Luis Enrique is in way over his head. 18 it's years all, old. It's all philosophy and no actual Oh, my God. And then to top it off, you have Sarabria starting over Fernand Torres, starting over Oya Baral, starting over Adama Traore. I mean, like, how in the we world haven't are... seen Traore yet? If he I remember, last game in the last few minutes, but like, yeah, what? I mean, and we've talked about it here. He's what in the world are you waiting for? He is a guy who plays completely different from everybody else. He'd completely change the way you look when you've become predictable, which they get predictable after about twenty minutes. You I mean, bring you insert him, and all of a sudden the defense now has to worry about something rather than just sitting back and watching you pass to each other. 
I mean, it's it's an embarrassment what he's doing to the Spanish team. And then again, to start Moreno on the left-hand side over Danny Olmo, their only creative player. Danny Olmo's won me over. That kid is that kid's got a very, very bright future. He's a superstar in the making. To start Moreno over him is absolutely asinine. Jared Moreno's 29. I think that this is like his first real run with the Spanish team. Here's a newsflash, ladies and gentlemen. If you're almost 30 years old and you haven't played for your national team on any type of consistent basis, there's probably a reason for that. You probably suck, bro. Okay. And they, were, and they were better before. And now. And you know what? And the fact that they are playing Alvaro Morata as their striker. Alvaro. And he's sticking with them. It's Alvaro plus 10. That's what Luis Enrique says. It's the most amazing thing because we talk about how Luis Enrique is trying to implement the Barcelona system. And for so many years, we've watched Barcelona play really without a striker. And, like, I know Suarez is a striker, but Suarez also drops back a little bit. Sure. He's not, like, the pure striker. He's He's not a Lewandowski that's that's a box presence, right? Yeah. I like to call Suarez a goal scorer, not a striker. Sure. Um. So to start Alvaro Morata, who is literally the complete opposite, is mind-blowing. It tells me everything I need to know. He has no relative clue what he's doing. Him and Gary Southgate should go on an island together and go play ping-pong with each other and go figure it out. Go on, like, a nice cruise boat, okay, and get lost where there's no, like, just go away. You guys suck. I mean, like, this it's an embarrassment of a Spain team, so I'm all over Croatia here. Who also suck and they'll probably get dismantled in the next round. You know what I think? I I have a feeling, and now after maybe I'm sorting this out as I'm talking to you, that I think this game has penalties written all over it. And how has Spain done on those lately? I mean, did well they had Simon's in goal. Could miss, over the do hail. you think they could miss all five penalties in a shootout? <laughs> Well, yeah. what, what, you're a betting guy. What would the line be? And would it be worth it to bet all five Spain penalty shooters miss their penalty? They've it's missed the last five man. as a team. but I Yeah, it's, it is possible, man. This, this Spanish team is an absolute embarrassment. And Luis Enrique, if you're not fired by the end of this, I, I'll be absolutely stunned. And you know what? It's a shame because you watch some of these games and, like, some of these guys should be fired mid-tournament. And they'll never be fired mid-tournament, but they have no relative clue what they're doing. Luis Enrique, bro, I hope I hope that they don't fire you because we're, Greece is in your World Cup qualifying group. So hopefully you, you stick around there, yeah. for a year. That'd be great because you don't know what the hell you're doing. You already got a point on them, right? Of course we did. It's not that yeah. hard. Yeah, that was when they had 90% possession. Not that, no it's goals. not all that difficult, buddy, <laughs> to get a point off Spain these days unless you're scoring on yourself like Martin Dubravka. That That's what it takes. That's what um, it takes for Spain. Then the last game in the round of 16, Sweden, got, Ukraine. Yeah, because we've uh, talked Germany and England. So I'm actually really interested to see how Germany and England actually plays out. It's fun to banter, but I wonder what. I think these two coaches are going to outcoach themselves, to be honest with you. They're both uh, going to make adjustments, and ne- neither of them are going to make the right one. If, if it comes down to coaching, England – <laughs> Pack your bags, boys. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> it's all done, ladies and gentlemen. It's going home. You're going home. home. You're going, going home. home real fucking ugly, too. Yeah. Um. All right. So what was it? Sweden and Ukraine. Sweden, Ukraine. Nothing really great to bring up here. I think this game is going to be fairly boring. Um. 
Ukraine's been fun to watch, but mostly because of Shevchenko. Like, I, I was a Shevchenko kid growing up. Sure. I, I loved him as a striker. Um, I love the fact that he's coaching his national team. There's something, like, I love about that. Like, Roberto Mancini, you can tell it means a little extra to him because yeah. this is his national team. Yeah. Fernando Santos, you can tell because he's Portuguese. Like, this means something to him. Yeah. Shevchenko, same thing with the Ukraine. Uh, Sweden, you guys have the curses lot down on you. So, I mean, that's a real tough one to battle through. Um, what do you think about Izak on that team, Alexander Izak? Uh, I've enjoyed watching him. I don't like him. No? Uh, he's, he's okay. I mean, he's one of those guys. He's like uh, 76, like a 76 in FIFA. That's what I put him at. He, he reminds me of a guy that's going to be stuck in the Russian Premier League his whole life and occasionally score a big goal. Well, for he Sweden. plays in La Liga. He shouldn't. He, he does. He shouldn't. <laughs> he, he should get transferred over to like Zenit St. Petersburg. But Show you know, I, what I like about him is, and this is important to Sweden's game, he has the ability on the dribble, not necessarily to beat people, but he gives his team time to catch up with them because they stick him on an island up there. Yeah. I mean, and he is able to buy time to get help. I like Daniel Forsberg as well because I have a thing for these Forsberg. RB Leipzig players, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I'm discovering as I go through all these matches – how many times I have something great to say about an RB Leipzig guy, you know? Fair, and fair point. It, it's 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 amazing. It's really I didn't know this before this tournament, <laughs> and as I as I break these games down and watch them and talk about them, you know, it's it is um, the key for me for this game though. Like if we're being completely honest, is the lineup again? Yeah. Who does Sweden go with up top? If they go with Kwaeson. I like I like Ukraine. I see a lot of value in the Ukraine with Yarmolenko and Yarmachuk that have been really really good. Mm-hmm. No, they're usually head cases, but if their heads locked in, yeah. And then the Ukraine are always stable defensively. I don't like Kwaisan playing up top with Isaac. I think that he's just useless. Um, I, I don't put any stock in him as a striker. I mean, you might as well just put me up there. Be just as good. But uh, if they start Marcus Berg, Berg, he's thirty six now. He plays in the Russian Premier League. He's tearing it up. I mean, I got a personal thing with this guy where he scored a million goals for my club. So I, I like him a lot. I know what he's capable of. I know that he's smart enough to make those runs when he gets a chance to score. He usually does. Um, so I think that that really comes down to it. Who does he start? If it's Kwaisan, then give me the Ukraine. If it's Berg up top, then give me Sweden in this matchup. Interesting. I think Sweden wins. I think they don't allow any goals. I think that's what it comes down to. They win one nothing. Um, I See, think like, they're... I think their defense uh, solidifies. Against Poland, they thought they were through. They thought at 2-0 they relaxed. And Robert Lewandowski, after missing a complete, like, sitter, Dude. decided, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get us back in this game. How the hell did he miss? They would have won. They probably would have won. <laughs> I mean, How they, the hell does he miss that goal? Yeah. So, like, if there's one player on on the face of the earth that you would want to score that, I wouldn't want Messi. I wouldn't want Ronaldo. I wouldn't want Zlatan. And maybe Zlatan because I love Zlatan. But like, it's Lewandowski, dude. Like, that's the one player on the in the world that I would want with that opportunity sure. in front of goal, and he misses. Yeah. But uh, something that you kind of touched on is the Swedish defense. And like, I agree with you. I like the Swedish defense. I would be more confident in the Swedish defense going against a team like going against a team like Spain. I know that we beat it to death, and I know that they played. They did great when they faced them. I mean, well, that's what I mean because the Spanish team they have a system. They don't have yeah. talent. 
Or, yeah. I mean, like they have talent, but they have talent, but I know, system. but they all operate within a system. Yes. You have a team in the Ukraine here with two guys where they can make something out of nothing. Sure. That's and dangerous. Yep. It's it's a very, very dangerous thing. And I think that Yarabalenko is the guy. Can Yarabalenko, can, can he create a yard of space to get one shot and take advantage of it? Because if he does, Sweden's in a lot of trouble. I don't trust Sweden scoring. So we may see penalties in this one also. This may be a zero if zero. Theories, if our two theories collide, we're looking at a potential zero zero going to penalties. This is one game I'd be okay skipping. Like, <laughs> like, like, really, like this is one of those games where, like, if I, yeah, if I, I'd be perfectly fine skipping this game. There's a reason it's on Tuesday or Monday, whatever. Tuesday. I, yeah, Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. I think it's the other game on Tuesday after England Germany. I'll be watching Wimbledon. Oh yeah, how are you doing in that, uh, dude? Honestly, first week of the Slam, I'm usually clay court, grass court guy. Hard courts, I usually yeah. get smoked in the first week of the Slams. But uh, yeah, very excited for Wimbledon. First week of Wimbledon, I've gotten off to a real good start on the grass courts this year. Um, short, short turnaround, so it should be fairly interesting because I'm feeling like a lot of big names are going to go down early. Okay, um, and then you have a lot of big names that haven't had any type of grass court lead up, like Novak Djokovic. Djokovic wins the French, takes some time off because it was only two weeks. And uh, so he hasn't played a grass court tournament yet. I don't know how much of a factor it'll be, but I'm sure it's got to be something. And same thing with Roger Federer. Last time we saw Federer, he was banged up, said he wanted to get ready for the grass court, plays one grass court match, loses in the first round. You have guys like Rafa Nadal that's not going to be there. You have another guy, Dominic Team, a top five player that's not going to be there. This draw is wide open for the first time in a very, very long time. Uh, should be a really interesting Wimbledon. Yeah, for those of you that don't know, Leo is, if you need, you want to hear something on tennis, he's your guy. Um, this is That is the guy right there to talk to or to listen to about tennis. You have any tennis-specific programming over at BTV? No. Because you should. I, I, I agree. <laughs> During you Wimbledon, know? at least, right? Dude, yeah, we kind of should, man. But uh, should, At least the Grand Slams, I would think. The Grand Slams, but unfortunately, no such luck. People just watch my videos. They, they know what they're coming for. Yeah, yeah, you got them in your daily picks anyways. Right? Oh, yeah, baby. We had the other day, I think we had 21 picks in the morning. So, I mean, if you're looking for a rise, you know, people talk about like wake and bake and wake and shake and, you know, things of that nature. If you're a degenerate, wake, watch my video, and you're going to be sweating all goddamn morning. I promise you. I promise you I will make you sweat all morning. You will be swearing at the TV. You'll be swearing. If you're sitting there at work, there is nothing more entertaining than going on flash score, sitting there and just waiting for a little score to pop up to say you either win or lose. It is a miserable experience, and I highly recommend it. You remember, what was it, Russian table tennis when you, you should have won? Your, your guy had the points to win, but they had him as the loss. Oh, my God. That's right. <laughs> I thought I won because I took a spread, and I thought because – oh, my God, that was terrible. That was my first, like, baptism into Russian table tennis. Got to love it. Guys, this man, when, when, when COVID hit, was making a living betting on Russian table tennis and simulation video game American football. I'm getting a video from him in my text message feed. I don't even remember who it was. Missing a field – it's Madden missing the field goal. And he's telling me how much money that cost him. That missed field goal. <laughs> Yo, it was 34 yards, bro. I put our boss on hold so I could watch that field goal. 
Oh, those were the days. Oh, Bev's what else do you want to plug tonight before we go? Um, I don't know, man. We're an hour 20 into this thing. Yeah. Um, oh, go to better than Vegas. We are your DJ special, whatever the hell your heart desires. All right. Make sure you head on over there. Uh, we got pitches and pints. It is a soccer specific show where yep. you're going to have me yelling the entire time. And you have a man with a Southern accent and Beho that'll be yelling the entire time. I promise you guys, me and Beho are extremely entertaining together. Um, uh, <laughs> Not as entertaining as the Capitano and I, of course, but, you know, uh, good stuff. And you know what, guys? While we're here, I'm going to drop a promo code. Promo code PINTS, P-I-N-T. Oh, you're, you're going to do the ad. I, now i got to call. Now I've got to Now I got to put that this is a paid ad. You're, yeah. Manscaped 4.0, baby, the lawnmower. There is nothing worse. Listen, guys, it's the dad bod summer. I'm going to the beach tomorrow, all right? Getting ready to flex this sexy body off for all the biddies at the beach, all right? I don't have guns like Capitano over there. But, uh, yeah, so you got to go on over there. There's nothing worse on a hot day when you just uh, – you got hair sticking in all the wrong places. All right, you're going to read the whole promo, aren't you? Yo, this isn't even a read, bro. This isn't even a read. This is just me speaking from the heart here. Lawnmower 4.0, you take care of any hair sticking in all the wrong places. You take care of that. Then what you got to do is nobody likes to chafe at the beach, all right? Nobody likes to chafe at the beach. Why are you muting yourself? Let the people hear you laugh, buddy. Come on, man. Nobody, uh, I'm not continuing until you unmute yourself. Thank this you. show has completely gone off the rails. Completely gone off the rails. You type up a little thing over there. Give me promo code PINTS. 20% off free shipping. But once you're done with this, you go for a run. Nobody likes to chafe, all right, guys? All you got to do, get the ball deodorant. You put a little bit on your coconuts, they slide. It's unbelievable. You don't even need a woman at that point. Your balls are just slipping and sliding all over the place. You See, can't control yourself. It's fantastic. Now you got to do it like JR on his show. I don't have a southern accent. If you want a southern accent, come on over to Pitches and Pines. B-hole will have it, you covered. You got to do it like, like JR because he has the best manscaped read of all time. Oh, no, and dude. And he just simply one. says... You need the right tools for your family jewels. Hold on. Stay tuned. You talk for a second here because I'm going to pull up the actual promo code, the actual uh, thing that they gave us. Here. All right. So here is a, an ad I am not getting paid for, everybody. And um... Yeah, that's that's fine. Don't worry about it. All right. So here's the ad, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for Manscaped. Get on over to manscaped.com. Again, Capitano, give me a little give me a little something, something there. Yeah, type it up for me. Type it up. Yeah. Give me pints, promo code pints at manscaped.com. Come on, baby. I, you know how slow I type. Jesus Christ. Still? You still haven't gotten better? We've been working home for a year. Yeah, you think I type at home? Uh, that's true. I, I know your work habits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using um, Dragon at home. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Here comes here the go. read. Here comes the read. You? You've missed. What are you talking about? You click on the comment, bro. Bring it up. I right know, uh, but I'm telling you, it, oh, I'm okay. getting your, you to approve it first. Oh, yeah. It looks gorgeous. Well done, Capitano, as always. There we go. Promo code PINTS. You're going to get 20% off. I want right? a cut of this promo, yeah. by the way. Ha! Good luck on that one. I'm barely getting a cut. Here is the official well, read from let's Manscaped. Let's get it off my show. <laughs> <laughs> well, you put that comment up right now. But uh, here is the read. Europe's best soccer is back this summer for the Euros. Avoid the marijuana Fellaini bush in your midfield. I already heard this up, one. I heard this on the BBC. Clean up your midsection the with Manscaped. Proud sponsors of Pitches and Pints. Uh, yeah, Pitches and Pints. 
Be a proper man this tournament and shave your balls with the brand new Lawnmower 4.0 Ultra Smooth Package. Over 2 million men worldwide use Manscaped with this exclusive offer. You 20% off free worldwide shipping with the code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S. It's in the comments because, you know, Capitano's a little salty right now, but that's okay. Go on over to Manscaped.com, baby. My show has turned into an infomercial, and yeah, neither man. you or I are making money off of this. That's all right, man. I got a free lawnmower out of this. Bro, do you use this stuff? Do you use all right, this? Th our sh this show has completely deteriorated. In all seriousness, though, you got to get the boxers. All right, again, this is not part of the read. The yeah, boxers? I get, I get this in a text message from this guy to go bro. and go onto Manscaped and buy the boxers. The boxers? This are guy literally is trying like to sell me. I'm not selling shit. I'm telling you, these are the greatest things. You of tell all me time. to go buy something that's selling it. I'm trying to help you. No, okay? you're trying to it's get like, me to use the promo code so it helps you. I don't you. give a fuck. Buy them and don't use the promo code. I'm trying to help you, Malaka. <laughs> these boxers, ladies and gentlemen, it's like sitting on a cloud while your balls are being caressed by an angel. It's the greatest thing you've ever worn in your life. This get on over you. need a hard edit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Hopefully, your kids are asleep by now. If not, that's terrible parenting. It's 930 on the East Coast. All right, we're good. Tell right, that we to good? my fans in Hawaii. Hawaii? You got aloha. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this oh, uh, off the, the rails <laughs> episode 56 of Parking the Bus. Um, Leo, thank you for joining me again. Always bringing the spirited opinion. I, I do like that. Um, the always opinionated, never duplicated. DGens, at DGens United over there. Go over and follow him um, on Twitter. And also go and subscribe to his channel at FBTV at better than dot Vegas. And you can see all his manscaped ads over there if you want. All right. And I even include promo. a link and he'll even include a link. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Leo. And maybe we'll have you on again later in the week to fight some more about England versus Germany. Capitano, I can't wait. I'll, I'll be the promoter. I'll put you head to head with fade my plays. And yeah, we go. Losers got a manscape. That's what I like. <laughs> I did. I I set myself up for another ad. Yeah, you did. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining. Anyone that is actually still watching, you must really like me because <laughs> this uh, Excuse me. <laughs> or maybe it's your audience. Maybe they're just Every time you're on, I have like 10 times as many viewers. So maybe this is why. Really? Yeah. Are people still watching? No. Oh, damn, man. All right, All right everybody. Have night. a good one. Um, We will be back tomorrow night to break down more action, and I will either be very happy or very, very down. I may be very angry. You're going to get me in a very um authentic, authentic mood tomorrow, whatever it is. All right. Good night, everybody. Don't forget to go to parkinthebusmedia.com. All right. All the episodes are there. That's right. And we'll see you next time here on the PTB Media Network. Hasta luego. In a pool of light Electricity in the room tonight Born from fire Sparks flying from the sun Hey, I hardly know you Can I confess? I feel your heart beating in my chest 
you come with me, tonight is gonna be the one. Cause you fail and no fear for the fight. You pull hope from defeat in the night. There's an image of you in my mind. Could be mad, but you might just be right. Just be right 